This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Someone else here who's going to maybe tell the story better than I can, because he was in the building. And that's our guest. He was supposed to be here at 1130. He's here a little early, which I appreciate because he saves my ass. You may know him as the guy who needled CM Punk online for a long time. <laughs> Pro Wrestling Podcast is here. Dave, how are you? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joel? Oh, not too much. It's good to see you. How are you doing? How was uh, how how Chicago today? Chicago is uh, beautiful. What, what is it? 60, 60 degrees, 65, 69 degrees out. I don't know. It, it's really nice out. <laughs> okay. okay. Beautiful here. I've got my air conditioning going in my office. So it's, it's nice to finally see you guys like yes. it, with me face to face. We don't. I, I'm sorry that Jeremy's not here. He had to go take care of a, of a, of a matter, but uh, he'll, he'll be back on. He'll, he'll be back for sure on Wednesday. I don't think he's going to be back today. Uh, okay. Had some stuff. Kate might join us, though, because, of course, if there's one thing I love, it's having two. CM Punk big wrestling fans uh, tag team me who was not being seen as a CM Punk fan. But anyway, you were in the building Saturday. You were there. You saw it. Uh, She's here right now. So I'll bring Kate in for the conversation as well. Holy crap. Saturday. Good. What is up, Kate? Nothing. I heard heard Joel wanted to talk more about booking the Miz in the G1. Is that right? Is that what we're here to talk about? Or (laughs) yes, that's no. Are we here to talk about? This fella right here? This guy? Yes. That guy. The guy. Yeah, there you go. The guy with all the uh, the guy oh, with this all guy? the conversation. That's the guy. This guy? Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, now that's like a humble brag, man. All right. <laughs> You're live in the building. You're live in the building. You see it. In, you see it transpire. How did it feel, first of all? And then we can talk about that that promo that Punk cut. Because I know there are feelings. Um. So it kind of felt like like a pay-per-view type vibe. Like that's the way I, that's the way it felt for me. And uh, everybody else, like, I don't know, there was like some kind of getting, getting this vibe around uh, that I felt everybody was so excited. Like uh, I hear people around me wanting to know what the, what they thought the promo was going to be about, um, which I guess we'll get to that, but it was, I don't know. It was, uh, you could, you kind of could just feel like everybody just, you know when you walk into a building and you have that like overwhelming um what what's it called like electricity almost that's what it felt like you figured you could just feel it i don't know i, I don't that. know how to describe it but the the set was beautiful i loved the stage the stage was awesome um i i don't know why they didn't do that for dynamite but it, i guess you know they're trying to be like the second show but i no i loved it i loved everything about it uh yeah, that's all I can say. 
Wait, so I'm joining a little late. Were you there the the first time? Were you there for Punk's return from? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I was there uh, the first time at the Rampage, right? Um, when he came out, I gotta say, I, I, it was kind of underwhelming. I, it didn't sound as loud as the first time he came out, and it's probably because everybody was expecting it. Uh, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it was half the amount of people, right? Because the United Center was set up for 20,000 the first time around and yeah, 10,000 right. the second time. I felt like watching it at home, it came across very loud. Like it was came it? across even louder than I than I expected. But if you were there the first time, I'd imagine that's like also an impossibly high bar. Like that's so, um, yeah. you're right. Like it was expected and there's been turmoil and it's kind of just been like, I think there's more of this like finally we're moving on energy around it where the first time was just like this holy shit sam punk's coming back to pro wrestling moment mm -hmm. but were you disappointed you didn't get ice cream bars or i was and drift yeah I was yeah disappointed. i was like you know you could have came out with some ice cream bars or Damn. no instead it's... we got a we got a sack we got like a sack of whatever is in whatever's in that sack of his and some boots um i really thought when he came out with those boots that it was going to be it was going to be uh well obviously he was going to come out and he, he swerved me. He got me. I thought he was going to come out of the okay. tire. Yeah. All Whose right. boots was he wearing then? Was he wearing Dan Housen's Dan boots Housen's. then? No, he was wearing his Had other boots. Come on. Had to be Dan Housen's. No. Come on. So you're in the building. You see it live. You see him come out, and then he starts to talk. CM Punk has a lot of things to say, none of which, I, like I mentioned earlier, none of which was setting up the trios match. Um, but, of course, he had plenty to say about the last 10 months and, and his feelings towards that. What was your feeling hearing him say all that live and just the reaction from the crowd as well um well i was a bit upset that he didn't mention me uh that was that was understandable one thing. understandable I was a bit upset about that um but the the reaction from the crowd was i don't know if you guys could hear it but it was like on my end it was mixed i heard a lot okay. of people really upset with what he was saying um, interesting okay yeah um i i enjoyed it i didn't think there was anything it, i mean it was just a promo uh you know regular wrestling promo but uh you got you know you got your oohs and ahs and then other people are just like what what the hell did he just say are you serious so, i'm soft what so that's what i so that's what i'm curious about because you're in the building how many people there are of the understanding of what the last 10 months have been specifically online and the news and the media, like not everyone knew about this. So what was going on in the building when punk starts kind of making little shots at the bucks and the elites? It was just, everybody was like shocked when, when they, when he came out with that counterfeit bucks line, everybody's like, Oh, like, you know, it just faces all across. And I'm like, you know, uh, me, I don't, I don't, I, I listen before I react. So I'm just like, I'm just like, okay. All right. He's making some good points. Eh, all right. And other people <laughs> around me are just, you know, overreacting. I think it's uh, like most of it. It's just been an overreaction. Um, even, even in wrestling. Yeah. You think there's overreacting in wrestling? <laughs> Never. Come on. <laughs> but I'm yeah. Have to sit on that. I'm going to have to think on that for a little bit. But, Do you yeah. think this is setting up a heel turn? I guess, like, if we if we want to get into it, right? Like, um, to me, it, it felt. I my favorite promo of his was not 
the pipe bomb in WWE. My favorite promo of his was the one that I felt like he was emulating right before he turned heel on The Rock. I thought that was the best work he's ever done. And uh, there was a lot before I even saw things like he took the flag off the microphone like he did in WWE. There were a lot of things that I was like, this feels more like that. And I kind of like the idea of if it is a heel turn, because Chicago, you have an idea of what the reaction is going to be. Um, if you're turning heel, you need a place to turn from. And I thought maybe this as an opener was actually strategically designed. My co-host on on Saturday, or the host, I was the co-host because I don't have Stuart for that show. Uh, <laughs> he had said, like, it made him feel uneasy. And I was like, well, I think it might have been designed to. Like, I... It kind of was a damned if you do, damned if you don't, because you can't not acknowledge it. Um, but to acknowledge it, you kind of have to come across in a, a heelish way, I think. You're trying to drum up excitement about a new product. You're obviously going to lean into the controversy. But, like, to me, and then when I saw the match, I was like, oh, he's turning heel. Like, this is this is definitely, like, heel leanings, in my opinion. Um, how they choose to do that, I think, could be very interesting if he ends up hanging out with Jay White and CMFTR was just an illusion all along. I think there's a lot of fun to be had in that, but um, do you have the, it, it sounds like the mixed reactions were kind of leaning into what, what Alex had said of like an, an uneasiness. Do, do you feel like we're getting a heel turn and did you feel like the promo combined with the stories like that we got in the matches is, is leading anywhere? I don't think uh, we're getting in. Uh, we're getting a heel turn. Somebody said this on a podcast, and I forgot what it was. But I'm just going to take his take. I think he's going to go. Obviously, in Chicago, you're, he's going to get cheered no matter what. You know, it, go figure. But if he goes somewhere else, he's going to get booed. And I think he's just going to take that. I think he's just going to go with the flow. I don't think there's a heel punk. I don't think there's a face punk. It's just however the crowd reacts. That's what he's going to. That's what. That's how he's going to emulate. Like that's what he's going to use sure i guess yeah so that's what i think i don't think there's going to be a definite heel turn i just think he's just gonna go with the flow no matter where he's at and i think that's the right way to do it because there's nobody's gonna not everybody's gonna like punk and i get that but you know and like not everyone's gonna hate him either like that's right that's kind of the tricky thing is you could even try and turn him super heel out of this um but in order to do that like there's too many people that are just in this guy's corner, no matter what the, the circumstances are. What I'm intrigued by is if he turned on FTR, I think he would be a, a hard definition heel um, yeah. because those guys are over like Rover right now. But I also kind of like this idea of if he joined up with Jay White, like there's a really easy anti-elite, but could be done in a way more subtle way <laughs> and a way more, um, like a, ugh, I hate saying it, but like less toxic way. Like if you're if you're pairing it with Jay White and you have CM Punk being the type of heel he is, and that Jay White being the type of heel that he is, um, there's a lot of story you can play into without it being so overpowering. Kind of like with this narrative, do you think that we might be seeing different alliances than everybody assumed, or do you think we're just gonna rock and roll with the CMFTR run? I think for a little bit, we're going to have the CMFTR run. Yeah. That's fair. I'm just intrigued because I I don't know how I feel about a heel FTR with how over they are, but I I like, I think it would be good for the roster to have a heel tag team champion team. Um, and I think they're very good at it. I just want to cheer for FTR because I think they're great. So 
<laughs> it's like it's like my wrestling brain versus my fandom brain are at odds with that. I mean, yeah, and that's FTR could be dropping those tag titles as early as you know a few weeks from now because of that blind eliminator tournament. And for all we know, the winners of that tournament can end up being a formidable tag team. It could end up being I don't know Swerve and Keith Lee. But the point is here. Whoever it is could put FTR on the run for their money and FTR drops tag titles and then opens them up to turn heel and chase again. It's an option. It's going to be CM Punk and Hangman versus think so? FTR. I, yeah. I, I honestly <laughs> just do it. Strange bedfellows. You know, it's gonna, it, they're going to put like Matt Hardy and Ethan Page together in this thing somehow. One thing I didn't mention uh, before the show, because you asked me what the vibe was like. Honestly, when they started the first CM Punk chant, there was booze. Interesting. Really? Yeah, okay. there was booze. Yeah, some people were booing. There wasn't that many people inside, so uh, you know you could hear <laughs> the obviously everybody when you know sure. when you're overpowered by a bunch of CM Punk fans, you won't you won't be able to hear the booze as much. But yeah, there was some. I I got a video I, I think on my Twitter that where it, you could hear CM Punk chants and some booze over there on the side. It's interesting. I feel like. I so I was doing a watch along, so I wasn't really listening to the crowd reaction that much. But from what I could hear, it felt like pretty, pretty heavily positive. So that's mm -hmm. interesting that live it, it was a little bit more mixed, but not surprising. Like I think, um, kind of the chief complaint that I heard about the promo was that like there's a lot of people that like CM Punk and also like the elite, and they didn't like the polarization aspect of it. I think you had to lean into it because that's been the narrative for ten months. But like, I I kind of liked that. Like, if if it is something that's gonna be heel-ish, like we'll we'll say he's gonna be booked heel, because if it's like he's not turning heel or whatever, um, let's say he ends up fighting a bunch of faces, and in a way that I feel like Eddie Kingston is just there to kick everybody's ass. Like he's not there to be heel or face. He just wants to fight everyone except John Moxley's his best friend. Um, like if he's booked heel like leaning into the polarization i think is good if he's not i think that's going to be an interesting and kind of a rough road but like to me it felt like he laid down the gauntlet of like there's a bunch of money matches on the table and it's up to whoever to coordinate them and take advantage of them and it's our I'm, resident hello. egg eater I'm sean egg. ross sab ah hello egg man <laughs> okay well, I'm glad we did this. Oh, and some toast. This is cinnamon. This is, is nice. that cinnamon raisin toast? Yes. Well played. This is good stuff. Well, wow, all right. It was. It is not. It is by definition not good stuff. But it is stuff that happens every time you do one of these shows. So, Sean comes on and eats his eggs and goes away. It's an inevitability. Who needs to talk about wrestling when he can talk about the Eggman? Uh, cuckoo, could you? <laughs> let's let's really quickly <laughs> let's talk about the Instagram. Let's talk about the pro wrestling podcast instagram uh go follow it now by the way if you haven't yet you made waves when once upon a time mr cm punk himself decided to uh comment on one of your posts duh what, what yeah duh <laughs> what happened what what happened what led to this and and i mean clearly you two are our best friends now right like what what are we doing yeah we call each other every night and we, uh, <laughs> no uh the dirt <laughs> yeah um when it first happened, I almost, I thought it was, I saw somebody was trolling me. I thought, you know, until I saw the blue check mark, but I was like, I was like, no way, no way, no way. And I'm just like around my house going, no way, no way. I put my phone down. I started jumping. I'm like, no way. I had to look at it again. 
and I just couldn't believe it. I I kept it under wraps because I didn't know. I you know it was just a comment. You just said duh, yeah. right? So I'm just like, okay, that's cool. That's awesome. You know, my freaking idol just commented on my stuff. So you know what? You know what the hell? Next thing I know, I'm getting there's there's articles about it. There's YouTube videos about it. I'm like, what is going on? And then so much speculation coming just from this one word, you know? And well, because it was also like he hadn't said anything in the social media presence in months, right? So it was like yeah. not only that he like it seems like every time this guy breathes, there's a bunch of stories about it. I'm one of the problems in that. I get it. Um, but I I think the fact that he said anything was like a holy shit moment, and then what it was in response to was definitely like <laughs> that, right? Like it's a a little bit of a twofold there. It was so cool, and I felt like I won the fan lottery like <laughs> honestly out of all the pages that talk about him he landed on mine and went duh and it just you know it changed it changed a lot for me you know it changed a lot for me and um sometimes i'll i'll even dm him i'll be like hey man good show and he'll give me a thumbs up or be like you know just you know just stuff like that it's it's Love it's it. cool it's I, like i have a it i don't know it's a it's a, there's I, a I rapport. Call, like, yeah. yeah. Your best so, friends. That's basically what that is. Yeah, basically. So I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, it, it was very, and then he just, he just kept doing it. Like, and then he did it again with the, about the, uh, I forgot what book it was called. He did it again, but it was, he was just talking about making amends with each other and, uh, you know, let bygones be bygones, shake hands and, you know, sigh, you know, kumbaya and all that. And that blew up again. So I don't know. I I I'm not mad that I'm the I'm the epicenter of all punks uh, comments. So it's, it's my really favorite cool. one was probably the most recent one of him uh, when somebody was trying to dunk on him for being injury prone, turning that around and saying it was a, a bad way to talk about Adam yeah. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> that popped me tremendously. <laughs> and you know what? I'm I'm I was more. It was really sweet for me to go up to this collision because everything that duh transpired everything to that moment to him coming out and him making that promo 10 months you know 10 months of yeah. nothing and uh yeah i mean will i carry the duh thing for a little bit yeah damn right I, i'm proud of that but workers work damn yeah. it let's go yeah um <laughs> there's gonna come a time where i need to let the duh area die down uh, duh, duh era die down a little bit but sure. no for now i'm i'm keeping that um and i and like i said i thought the promo was fine i didn't think anything of it um i heard joel talking about like it earlier but overwhelmed in either direction you could this was kind of just is it coming from a place of you don't think it's that big of a deal or that you were kind of expecting it or both <laughs> uh that's the thing like i you know i don't take I take wrestling. I love wrestling. I love it to death, but I don't take it too serious. And I know what it is. That's why we invited you on yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Joe and I have a whole thing about like, we hate it. And we'll even catch ourselves saying it sometimes. But when people are like, I'm just really concerned that it's like, come on. Like, no, you're yeah. not. You have real things in your life, but. Yeah. Sorry, I like, continue. No, no, that's the thing. I like, I have other, I have a job and, 
a family to worry about. So it's like worrying about what's going to happen in wrestling isn't my thing. But like, yeah, I don't take it as serious. And it's kind of just like, you know, whatever happens, happens. And for 10 months, we didn't have punk and everything was fine. I enjoyed wrestling then. Punk's back. I enjoy it. I enjoy it just the same. So you're not going to last very long in wrestling if you stay this normal and balanced and <laughs> reasonable, far too reasonable. That's why I don't um, believe I don't really believe in the face heel thing, because I go to shows and cheer for who I cheer for and boo who I want to boo. I, no, you know, you do when you're supposed to you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to cheer the bad guys and <laughs> sorry, boo the bad guys and cheer the <laughs> Right, I was thinking 2019. No, you, had it, you had it. You had it right the first time. No, I sit there and I laugh at MJF when he, you know, calls everybody a piece of shit. So it's like, you know, are you are you going to win trust for Dynamite this Wednesday? I am. Yeah, you I'm going to go to that. Are yeah. you looking forward to anything in particular? Because, uh, like we said, there was a report by Fightful Select that Punk might be there for the show and not the Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega, or or Hangman at it, presumably at that point too. And uh, yeah, well, I guess I'm looking forward to CM Punk one, number one. That's number one. Um, I don't know. I haven't really looked at the card. That's another thing too. I don't look at any cards <laughs> before yeah, a show. Good for you. You're <laughs> this man is out here raw dog in live wrestling events. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a show and enjoy it. There's I, not. Uh, that's hmm. what I do. Yeah, I don't. Interesting. I, every once in a while, I'll pull my camera out and and I'll I'll record something that's cool, but I don't make it a point to be like, oh, this is for clout. Look at me, you know. I I don't do that, you know. I you also I sit, don't set out to hate it, which is unique. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's yeah. I just I love wrestling for what it is, and I can't. I you know, I go I go in with it, obviously <laughs> raw dogging. I go in there blind. <laughs> 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 and whatever happens happens and if i hate it i hate it if i enjoy it i enjoy it that's that's my motto do you have a favorite match that you've seen live that you didn't expect to see that like you kind of came in blind oh um uh that's that's a good um i can't say that one i can't say i was about to say uh uh blood and guts in detroit yeah, but, but the cage was already yeah, yeah, it was already booked, so I can't really. Collected <laughs> um, like what? Well, what is this? <laughs> what is cage? That would be that would be very like I know you're like I don't look at the card. If you were like I don't even know what a cage is, that would be <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> level. Yeah, I would say. I can't say I know uh, a wrestling match at the top of my head right now. That's fair. That's, That's a, fair. That blood and guts one though was like, that was special still because we didn't know who the one in Detroit. We didn't know who was coming out, right? So like there were still elements of things you didn't know, and I don't know. I feel like both blood and guts matches were so different. Like, um, I do have one. It's not a match though. Okay, it, it's not a match. Okay, so a moment. It was it was a moment, and everybody loves this moment. And I went to all out. Was it twenty twenty one? When Punk came back, uh, and Danielson debuted, Cole debuted. Yeah, Cole. That was. It wasn't a wrestling match, but it was the best wrestling moment I have ever experienced, and it was the loudest uh, 
Adam Cole baby I ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh my god. I I legit closed my eyes and went like just looked up like I was praying that yeah, I was like Adam Cole. I was like, "Oh my god, it was like it was like a out of body experience." I've never told you guys this though either, but when I was at the Rampage one and CM Punk just came out, everybody was going crazy. I was sitting up in those bleeds cuz I couldn't afford good tickets at the time. Um there was this <laughs> I was sitting with my sister and there was this kid uh, that got, I mean, he got hyped. I don't know what he was on, but he got hyped. He took his shirt off, wrapped his shirt around his hand, and then started punching the AC unit and going, ah, I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that rules. Oh my God. That it was did security come over i i don't care about <laughs> anything else we talked about as much as this story i'm not gonna lie i'm big no, was, fan. i need to know amazing. more about this guy it was amazing oh I, I w wish i would have got his name now but no i he know just, he, he just that, going, ah. he wasn't even looking punk was coming out he wasn't even looking <laughs> that might be mcm punk stood for match that guy <laughs> crystal meth punk fan that's him <laughs> my god lord almighty oh that's hysterical oh my god i listen dave thank you for joining us on this this is uh this this has been this has been enlightening I, this has been yeah. a really chat about uh, collision and everything are you going to keep watching collision is is it going to make you want to watch it more than dynamite or are you still like i'm just going to watch everything um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to watch collision uh yeah. the best i can whether it be live or recorded um saturdays are kind of busy for me so yeah i think i think there's a lot of people that are relying on the dvr for this one and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing no take your not. weekends enjoy yeah. your lives people yes don't make yourself go crazy over wrestling do what dave does and just go in blind and don't worry about the show just <laughs> raw dog in it just raw dog just <laughs> i love that is the new term for like not looking at the card well Here's what you're excited about on Dynamite. You can plug your ears if you don't want to know, if you want to raw dog it. But I am so excited about Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Dano Garcia versus Orange Bullocks and uh, Shibata. That's going to rule. Call them Shibullocks while you're at it. Shibullocks! Shibullocks. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's no. going to be it. And then you got your Blind Eliminator. Oh yeah. What else is on Dynamite? Are they announcers in there? No, because it's Lethal Lottery style. Oh. So I don't know what that what? means. It basically I don't random either. tag team. Random people are put together in a tag team. Why? They have. Well, such yeah, a good I don't tradition. get that. I don't know. Matt Taven is gonna win. Just, is, just Matt Taven. Just as honest. Just, <laughs> just Matt is, Taven. Is Bear Country still with the company? Yeah, they're called the Iron Savages now. Iron Savages, and they're mostly on ROH. Those guys rule. Okay. And then Jeff Jarrett takes on Mark Briscoe in a concession stands brawl because Chicago, how close is, is Chicago to Tupelo? We're talking yeah, Illinois to Missouri. I don't know about that. Well, anyway, they're putting big, big, uh, big numbers on that Tupelo, Missouri concession stands brawl. Lord Almighty. Sipping God grant me the serenity stuff. to accept the booking I cannot change. <laughs> What's, let's find out. If you want to drive from Tupelo, oh, is it Tupelo? It's Tupelo, Kansas, isn't it? Oh my God, why are there so many Tupelos? Tupelo, Kansas? Oh, it's Mississippi. 
It's Tupelo, Mississippi. Why are we doing this on the air? I don't care. It's a nine-hour drive. I was just gonna say you're literally yeah, what's happening? Google Maps on air. Because <laughs> no, Google Maps on air is fine. That's like a deep cut for something that wasn't that great in the first place. This concession stamp off, but well, just we'll take it. well, no, you got that one super chat last night. They said it was a big deal in Tupelo. Nine hours away by your Google Maps estimation. Hey. Ten, hours, 10 hours if you take a specific route that is also 666 miles. So there you go. Ooh. Devil's number. Not the nice number. Anyway, let's get out of here. Dave, <laughs> go ahead. Plug your stuff, please. Thank you again for joining us. No problem. Uh, you guys can find me on uh, Instagram. That's at the Pro Wrestling Podcast. I post a lot of like news and funny tweets from wrestlers sometimes. Uh, some people will comment, you know, big boy over here, CM Punk did that. Um, who's I have who's a, to the left back there? That's um, Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful. Oh, sick. That's yeah. Um, I also have a Twitter that I, it, it's there. I, I, do, I do stuff with it sometimes. <laughs> um, and a YouTube channel, which is also the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I do live streams. Um, mainly Dynamite, SmackDown, um, and then every now and then I'll make an original video. I'm working on a video right now. Um, I'm trying every flavor of Prime, so that that's that's in the works. I'm gonna have to edit that. Uh, God bless you for that. Yeah, I've heard mixed things about the Prime Energy Drink. Um, but that's where you guys can find me, and uh, that's it. Thank you a million. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, you're going to be back on. I know the next time that we need a, a CM Punk apology tour, you're going to be the guy that I go to, and I'm just going to bring you on, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to live events. Let's face yeah. it. That's do, you, do you guys know what song I was thinking of when uh, he came out? No, which one? It was Hero Man. by Nickelback. <laughs> All right, Dave, it's been nice having you. You're never coming back on here. No Nickelback references. All right, guys. Any Thank, you. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man.